0: Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on the podcast today is Dana Neiman. Dana is the Director of Education here at CCMH, and Dana, thank you for your time today.
1: Thanks for having
0: me. We want to talk about Scrubs Camp, and there are a lot of people, see I thought when we were talking about Scrubs Camp that we were gonna have people who were gonna come scrub the back hallway, and no. then when they were done, they are gonna come scrub the front hallway, <laughs> that is not what no, Scrubs Camp is. They no, don't,
1: they don't really let us just put the kids to work. <laughs> no, no, that's not how that goes. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> no, uh uh-uh. So Scrubs Camp is a really cool program. Um, this was actually our fourth. Uh, Year doing scrubs camp, second year live since COVID. Um, it's open to area high school students. They get to come in and experience different aspects of healthcare that from like a clinical perspective and not from a patient perspective. So
0: let, let's talk about that for just a little bit. Let's back up for just a second and um, high school kids. Are we talking 9, 10, 11, 12? Yep.
1: Yep. So anybody that has graduated eighth grade, anyone that has graduated eighth grade um, is eligible to go ahead and um, register for scrubs camp. They get to come in and partly because the maturity wise and partly because of the fact that that's really pinnacle for those students when they're heading into high school to determine, you know, if this piques my interest, what kind of classes do I need to take?
0: And I I would suggest that there are a fair number of students that i haven't seen the most recent statistic, but it's over 50% of students who graduate from high school who have no clue of what they want to study, where they want to go, the skills they want to learn. And I think Scrubs Camp is a great way for us to be able to communicate to uh, high school students exactly what a career in healthcare might look like for them.
1: Absolutely, you know, um, this year we, as the second year we were able to partner with Western Iowa Tech and we slap on a complete uh, rotation down there on College Now where uh, Jessica Garcia goes through and helps the kids kind of determine what kind of classes to look for as they're going through. Who was interested in this? Who was interested in that? Who wants to be a doctor or a nurse? Who wants to be a radiology tech, you know, a radiology tech, who wants to go into physical therapy what kind of classes are we looking into, who wants to go into EMS, and what kind of programs we have locally at um, our own institution or other community colleges, as well as four-year universities, and maybe, maybe what that grad school path looks like.
0: My guest on the podcast today is Dana Neiman. Dana and I are talking about Scrubs Camp in fourth year that we've done that. Dana, um, probably one thing people might be interested in knowing is exactly when, when we talk about Scrubs Camp. Uh, and that the kids are coming here for a day, and they're going to they're going to see some things. What what are we talking about?
1: So we structure them pretty rigid um, for the first portion of the day. Uh, So they get to go into rehab services and they really get to learn about mobility and deficits and different adaptive equipment that are needed in order to A, prevent things such as sports injuries, um, types of wounds, different types of balance, and adaptive equipment that people may need if they've suffered like a stroke or maybe post-hip surgery. Um, Following that, you know, we do a few breakout sessions. We go into the radiology department, and this year the kids had an opportunity to really focus on the ultrasound aspect of radiology, and so they were able to help perform echocardiograms, as well as do an obstetrical um, ultrasound and see a baby. Wow. Yeah, it was really exciting yeah. and, and we have some great staff that partnered with that and um, some great volunteers that did that.
0: So that must be the reason why several of the students that I talked to thought being a, a radiology tech was a really good idea and yeah. they, that's the part of it that they really enjoyed. Oh
1: right? my goodness, they loved that. The other piece of it that they were really fortunate um, with is our general surgeon Dr. Uh, Wright did come in and he taught the kids how to put in chest tubes and this year we are very very thankful to Smithfield because they were able to donate some anatomy pieces or some parts um, so that way the kids could have a more realistic feel on what it is to put in a chest tube and really why that skill is so important to know. Um, We had Ed Cutler, our nurse anesthetist here, was able to go ahead and explain to kids, you know, when you go into surgery, you think you're just going to go to sleep, the surgery's going to be done, and you're going to wake up. When actuality, there's a lot more to it. We have to make sure that you're safe. We have to make sure that you're breathing. We talked about ventilations. He showed them what it means to go ahead and ventilate. He also was able to, with some of the items donated from Smithfield, um, was able to show them really how to perform an emergency airway on a pig trachea.
0: And I think that's important <clears throat> so that the kids have a hands-on experience. Mm-hmm. It gives them a different perspective. It's one thing to sit in a classroom and have someone tell you about all these things. It's, an, it's another experience entirely to have uh, not just the the instruction, mm-hmm. but be able to actually put your hands on a tube and insert it into, uh, into a trachea,
1: or right. even the pork belly. Right, and, all yeah. those kinds of things. Yeah.
0: Because it, now you begin to understand in a way that you couldn't before exactly how all of this fits itself together.
1: You know, the STEM programs have been so important and it's really shown us that so many people are more kinetic learners than they are just you know, um, learn from a didactic or a lecture. And the more we can engage these students and bring things to light and, and honestly we had a few of them go, you know what, that's not for me. And that is okay. That is absolutely okay. Um, You know, we went around and we taught them how to do things like splinting and what's the purpose of splinting. We also, you know, when we were at WIT, we worked on injections as far as like drawing up medications, um, dropping NG tubes. We revamped CPR, which, you know, we've hit CPR a lot, a lot harder this last 18 months than we probably ever have in our community outreach. But it's such an important life-saving skill that, the more people that know how to do it, the better off our community as a whole is going to be.
0: My guest on the podcast today is Dana Neiman. Dana is the <coughs> Director of Education here at CCMH. <coughs> Excuse me. We're talking about Scrubs Camp, which happened this past week. Uh, and you said, Dana, the fourth year, about how many students, right off the top of your head, do you know about how many students we've had that have? actually attended the scrub oh, camp sessions that we've put together? So
1: this last year, our this last session, we had 18. Um, we had about 25% of those were repeats. And I do have to say, we had two young ladies that came to our very first scrubs camp, the, one, the first one we ever had, and they have come every single year. We also were, it was kind of fun because while we were here and we were in the emergency services department, we were able to get one of our local helicopters to fly down and the kids got to tour it and interview. You, the nurse and the paramedic, and kind of get an idea as to what they what they do and what that looks like. And those two young ladies were able to pull up their pictures from the very first scrubs camp, and then sitting in the helicopters. And so then we got scrubs. We got pictures of them at this last scrubs camp doing the same thing.
0: I think what's interesting about all of this, Dana, is the fact that um, when when the students first arrive, I think most of them have a concept of healthcare as merely being doctors and nurses. Mm -hmm. and they don't really understand how many different career paths are available Mm -hmm. within healthcare. It's not all blood and internal organs, there are a lot of things that you can do that are non-invasive. And, and radiology and physical therapy are two mm-hmm. examples mm-hmm. of what they could do.
1: So one of the things that we do chat about in the very beginning of, of the session is, you know, we do a few icebreakers because it's kind of intimidating coming in and you're not always there with all of your friends, um, is we do provide them a kind of a booklet on these are the top careers in healthcare, and most of them tend to have a clinical focus. However, we do address the fact that it takes many moving parts and not just doctors and nurses work at a hospital. We cannot function without accounting, IT, marketing, EVS, maintenance, dietary, you know, our storeroom. We cannot function without all of those amazing individuals in order to make an organization run, not just at our hospital, but think of even our local long-term care facility You know, it takes more than teachers work at a school, so more than doctors and nurses work at a hospital.
0: I think what's interesting is that I always have viewed healthcare in this way, that we have people who are forward facing. In other words, they're working with patients and families, Mm -hmm. we have just as many people behind the scenes yes. doing other things in order to be able to make certain that we can deliver the kind of quality care Absolutely. That, uh, that we do.
1: Absolutely, and, and we do touch base on that. You know, a dream of ours is definitely to maybe bring some of those behind the scenes careers more to light. Um, but you know, again, kids don't wanna just be lectured to. So we're trying to think of some fun ways to make that happen. Um, and that kind of brings me to our next Scrubs Camp. Uh, tentatively will be this January coming up. Um, for the you know then this next school year. Fall's kind of a rough time to really get kids out of school and there's a lot of sporting events and and a lot of you know different judging events and things like that going on. And so we try not a speech and stuff like that, so we try not to pull them out in the fall. But January, February tends to be a fairly decent month. And one of the ideas that we have is we would like to do a little bit different track. And so when the students register, they get to pick track one, track two, or maybe a cafeteria of different sessions because Like you said, not everybody wants, you know, maybe the hands-on kind of more in-depth things and maybe some exposure to blood and stuff like that, but they still want to know what are some other things I can do in healthcare.
0: And I I do think that uh, when when it's all said and done, the the best thing that we can do is to provide parents and students with a really good idea Mm -hmm. of not just the kinds of healthcare careers that are available but the sorts of education and training that you have to receive in order to be able to do that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I do know that Jessica Garcia did speak to that at length with a lot of the students. And then remember, take advantage of job shadowing opportunities for these kids, especially when they're not sure what they wanna do when they grow up. There are a ton of different resources through your local schools, as well as your local colleges. And you know they have financial aid nights, they have career fairs coming up the high school. Uh, I just got an email yesterday, they're anticipating over 600 students to go through their career fair at the Denison High School. And, you know, that's a great opportunity for businesses, especially healthcare employees, to go in and promote, hey kids, this is an opportunity for you. What are you interested in? How can we connect you with the right people?
0: My guest on the podcast today is Dana Neiman. Dana is the Nurse Director of Education here at CCMH. We're talking about Scrubs Camp, but as an extension of that, Uh, In a recent podcast, we talked to Macy Waldemar, who Mm -hmm. is in our uh, human resources department, and we talked about the number of positions we currently have open, both clinical and Mm non-clinical. And I think what's interesting is people don't realize, to a great extent, how many positions we have here that are non-clinical, and that they don't don't require a four-year degree.
1: Correct, correct. And that's one of the things that, you know, several years ago, there was such a push that you, you in order to be successful, you had to go to a four-year school. And that's that's not the case, Don. It's not the case at all. You know, you want to, in order to be successful, you have to find your happiness. And so if we can get exposure like this types of camps and, and these types of career eye-opening opportunities to these young men and women before they're suddenly graduated and now I have no idea what I want to do with my life you know that gives them an opportunity what piques your interest how are you gonna find your happiness and is this something that's going to sustain your lifestyle
0: promise me you'll come back Absolutely. before before the next scrubs camp. we'll have <laughs> we'll have another conversation we'll talk about what's going to be different yeah how people can sign up uh, all the details that we need in order to be able to get people to attend.
1: Absolutely we will and we're again we're very fortunate for our community partners we're very fortunate to have such a great organization that really sets time aside and and really welcomes these students in and really tries to embrace them and give them a positive experience.
0: One thing we we can say today though and this is true we do limit the number of students who can attend I mean there's just Physically, there's only so much we can do. So, any parent or student who happens to be listening today who thinks that, hey, Scrubs Camp would be a great thing for me, mm-hmm. keep in mind that uh, we do limit the number of students that we do accept.
1: Yes, so we typically limit it to 20 students. Um, our hard stop is 25, and so a lot of it really depends upon um, logistics because obviously you have to have the the tools and the resources as well as the space, um, without impeding patient care.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Dana, thank you so much for your time today. I
1: appreciate it very much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Don.
0: My guest on the podcast today is Dana Neiman. Dana is the Director of Education here at CCMH. We've been talking about Scrubs Camp, and we'll have more information about the next Scrubs Camp coming up in January, a little bit later on this year. I'm Don Lentzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.